What's up, y'all? I hope you are having an amazing beginning to the new year. 2020 is looking real good. I can see it real clear. And I hope you guys are picking up a lot of different skills that are going to help you really not only get through the year, but to make yourself better, stronger, and more able and ready to face everything that you have to daily. And we're going to continue in that spirit because today on Now That's Life, we're going to discuss how to stop yourself from allowing people to waste your time. Notice that I said stop yourself and not stop them. These will be just a few practical solutions to small tweaks that you can make to take yourself and your time more serious, in turn, helping others or minorly forcing others to see your time as valuable. And like I said, this is a skill building thing. And so it's going to take time. And the first thing I'm going to say is making sure that you're very aware of that and okay with the fact that this is going to take practice. I'm your host, Dr. Nina Ellis-Hervey. I'm a licensed clinical and school psychologist in the states of Texas and Louisiana. I'm a licensed specialist in school psychology, a nationally certified school psychologist, an associate and tenured professor, and a certified professional life coach. And this is the Now That's Life podcast. Now, while I want this podcast to be a helpful and also a great resource to you, it's definitely not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Now, y'all, I want to go back to something that I want to be absolutely 100% crystal clear on. Notice that I said that the key here is how we allow people to waste our time because we love to say he or she just wanted to waste my time or they wasted my time. But wasn't it us who allowed that? I want you to think about that carefully. Think about all the times you've had to say to yourself, so-and-so-and-so-and-so wasted my time. And I think sometimes that we stop that by even changing our wording. And that's a good thing. A lot of times, I've, I've said this several times here before on YouTube, on Instagram, we speak as it is. And if you hear yourself constantly saying that you Uh, allow people or have people wasting your time instead of you taking ownership and responsibility for that, that can hinder you all the way off the top because what you're hearing is your time isn't really valuable and that people waste it often. But you need to start saying or start thinking to yourself perhaps or try thinking to yourself, I'll say, um, that maybe I need to stop and be stop, stop being that link that allows people to waste my time. Okay. So let's talk about the ways that we can avoid this and check ourselves, right? So I love an article I found by Coaching for Leaders. It's about habits that keep people from wasting your time. And I'm going to use it as a framework today, mainly because it focuses more on the business side of things. But if you look at life as a business, sometimes you'll waste a little less time. I'm not saying be staunch in it, be extra, be over the top. I'm just saying your time is valuable. They open up with a quote by Zig Ziglar that reads, I'm sure you have noticed that, as a general rule, people with nothing to do want to do it with you. Let me read that again. I'm sure that you have noticed that, as a general rule, people with nothing to do want to do it with you. (laughs) 
I had to really giggle to myself about this because I wish I had found this quote earlier in life to not only share it with others, but also my own life, right? I think a lot of times we forget that when people don't have much to lose, they don't want other people around to think that they have much to lose. It's it's just a normal thing. We always say birds of a feather flock together, but if a person is about nothing, they don't really want you to be about anything. And if they do, again, that's just high levels of selfishness that lead to nothing anyway. So have you ever noticed that you're the person that folks always call when they're in a bind or they need to rattle on and on about the same thing for most of your day or they don't mind taking up your day? You know, the ones that ask you what you're doing but really don't care because you could be in the middle of surgery, either getting it or giving it. And they still gonna keep on talking. Y'all know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Or you know, the ones that make meetings with you or set a date, but only follow through when it's convenient. Have you ever stayed in an expired friendship, relationship, or family ship that's more rotten than spoiled milk? Look, I've been foolish too, y'all. Breaking my back for the mess, the extra, the silly, and the restless. And y'all get this, I was the one still around complaining about where I was and how people saw me when I wasn't taking the proper steps to make a change there. Oftentimes when I work with clients and students and others, I find that they have some of those same qualms. Like there's this feeling of uh, something's not at rest. I don't have anyone to turn to because I allow other people to waste the time I could be using to become better, to become more valuable, to help myself. And we don't realize that all in all, we're wasting time. However, look, there is a time when we have to realize that we can't save it all. We can't save everybody. And that we also deserve to have people who treat us well, that value our time and respect it. We deserve to have time for mentors, for self-care, for other people who are great and can be magical things in our lives. And also, we can't always clean everything up, y'all. Sometimes stuff don't need to be cleaned by us. You know, have you ever had somebody who always, you clean the dishes and then they got to go mess up at least three of the dishes, leave the dishes in the sink forever? Those are not necessarily yours to clean and you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable with them being there so you don't feel forced into handling their dirty work. There are so many reasons why we can fall into this as a pattern or a trait or something that we constantly cannot seem to break. And one of those reasons is that we are helpers and we like fixing people and things, okay? Sometimes we don't even think about the effect that has on us. We're always the problem solvers. We're always the solution makers instead of the people who allow people the space and environment to maybe share with us what's going on, give them a bit of information, help, and guidance, but we don't fix it for them. And that takes practice if you're constantly learning to fix in any kind of relationship that you're on the receiving end of, be it romantic, family, friendships, any of it. I don't even care if it's your coworkers because I know some of you all have come to me about your coworkers that expect you to do everything and don't do anything themselves. Meanwhile, at work, they cruising and bruising. You around here mad, set, busted, and disgusted. So really, we have to think about the role that we play there. And that's that first one. The next one is we magically think things will get better and people will see our value over time. So we keep on working like a workhorse, giving them our all, giving them our ear, giving them our time, because we believe eventually and one day they will wake up and say, you know what? 
This person is so valuable. I'm going to start to behave. I'm going to start to respect their time. I'm going to start treating them with dignity, with kindness and compassion. No, that ain't how it go. Okay. <laughs> the next thing is that we are natural born leaders and we think we need to do it all. Now, this one is something I still struggle with and a lot of people who seek my help struggle with. A lot of times when we know we've been coined the leader, some people use it as a crutch and some people use it to their advantage because they know you desire to do more, to be more, to help others, to explore, to write, to, to do, period. You're dependable. You're the person that's not going to waver in the wind. You got backs. You got fronts. You always going to be down. And when people expect that, sometimes they let their stuff fall to the wayside because they know you're going to handle it. And sometimes leaders can become so very possessive of certain things that they forget that ownership doesn't always have to just be the leaders. It's your job to lead, to help delegate, to help give responsibilities too. It's not always your responsibility to always follow through with everything that's been asked of others or not trust them enough to be competent enough to complete the tasks that you've asked or the things that you set up or your standards. If we're talking dating, standards or your standards in friendship or even with your family. And the last one that I really point out because there's a million reasons, but these are some of the top. It's all we know. If you've always been coined the helper, if you're always the one fixing, if you're always the leader, then it's sometimes all you know and you know nothing more and you don't know how to fix it. You don't know how to stop that. What's strange enough is that you know how to fix everything else. You know how to give to everything else. You know how to watch everybody else prosper. You know how to help everybody else out of their mess, but you don't even know how to do it yourself. And if any of these apply to you guys, I want you to stop what you're doing right now and make sure that you either tweet me, write me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Let me know that you can relate to this and what part of it you can. Because if you identify yourself as one of those four things, like I said, there's a lot more, then let me know. And if I miss something that is to why you allow people to waste your time, let me know about that as well. So obviously y'all are no stranger to this either because I posted a question over on my YouTube community wall, which if you're not over on there, you need to be because it'd be on and popping. And almost 2000 of you all responded just since last night, just a few hours ago about what I asked there and the question that I posed. And one thing y'all said, um, first, let me read the question. Hold on. I'm getting ahead of myself, y'all. But the question was... For an upcoming podcast, what are some of the ways you allow people to waste your time? Or if not now, how so in the past? The top response on my poll at 44% was, I let romantic interest put me on the back burner all the time. The next highest one chosen out of five choices was, I waited for friends and family to want to share time with me. That was at 34%. The next highest was 12% at I play games with people in situations even when I wanted more serious things. Hmm. At 5%, we had I'm the one wasting people's time. At least they recognized that. And the next one was at 5%. 
I have other ways and I'm just going to add those down below. And so guys, I had the opportunity for you guys to share some comments and I have some very top comments here that I'm going to share that some of you all were brave enough to let us know what you were thinking in terms of wasting time or wasting your own time. So Pamela Macklin said, I stay too long in expired relationships and friendships. Oh Lord, the word usage of expired just really, really rang in my soul. Like I had to respond to that comment because I feel like a lot of us stay beyond the expiration date. The next one was by Faith G who says, I oftentimes try to put myself in their shoes to explain their actions, annoyingly devaluing my own time and positive space. Wow. So, you know, explaining for others so that you feel better about your choices to allow them to waste your time. The next one was by Danique Finnegan. I waste my own time at times. Look, I had to put that one because <laughs> I think that if ever someone was very much aware and self-aware, that was a good one. A lot of us have been there too. A lot of us. You are not alone, Danique. The next one was by Flanisi who said, didn't believe in myself because of past events in my life and did not realize time was moving while the same sad song played within me. And a lot of times we do do that. We sit back and we watch time continue and we're stuck. That one was a good one. The next one was by Cutie Girl 9109 I stayed around too long trying to be the one that didn't give up. Y'all, she put that in quotations. The one that didn't give up on them and giving them excuses and hoping they would change or fix the situation they were in for friends and family. I wasted a lot of time and money, a lot of time and money and caused myself a ton of stress. Girl, I hear you. The next one was by Shana Williams or Shanna Williams. I wasted time in the past trying to have a relationship with my family brothers, sisters, etc. And most of them hated or disliked me because I wanted to live a better life than them. They hated that I was married and took care of all my children at the same time going to nursing school and taking care of my mother. In the end, I left them alone and moved on with my life. Thank God. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do because we expect that family is going to support us out of everyone, like they should always have our back. And that's not always the case. And so you can't continue to waste your time looking for that validation when it may not ever come. The next one was by Aaliyah SJ. I allowed myself to be treated unfairly in friendships because I wasn't strong enough within myself to stand up for myself. I allowed others to dictate me or dictate to me and apologized even though I knew I wasn't wrong. I wasted so much time, but I'm here walking in my truth now. I heard that, Aaliyah. Go ahead. Then we had Agatha Z or Agatha Z. Uh, I waste my own time by occupying it with useless things and ignore my potential. Yes, some of us love to do that because what's easier? Just wasting time? Yes, that's pretty easy. That's pretty simple. Um, so a lot of us need to focus more on not wasting that time and becoming more solid in that valuable piece of our time. Now, SEV had a nice long comment for us, but I'm going to break this up just a little bit. 
SCB said, I was being a yes woman to everything and everyone. Girl, I heard that. I eventually realized mid-2019 that wearing myself thin for the expense of everyone else could no longer continue. I had nothing to invite people uh, to because I was so caught up in supporting them and dropping things at a dime for others. She also goes on to say, I think the Friend Zone podcast stated it nicely or a feature on the show. I was still rising above being a serial giver. Hmm. My Lord, a serial giver. That is, some of us need to check our back pockets because that might be us. I've, I've been that too. Um, Luli says, didn't like myself because of my hair loss from alopecia. So I let some of my so-called friends mistreat me. When I finally took off the wigs, that's when I realized it, it that's when I realized it, I'm sorry, and changed it. A whole confident person was under those wigs freedom. Yeah, sometimes uncovering things and realizing what is holding us back and causing us to allow mistreatment and the the malintent on our time really does affect and harm us. And Charles Martin, I, I think it was great to finish this up with a young man. And what he had to say here is, I didn't require or ask for better. Mm, hold on. Let, let me sit right there for a second before I go into this. Charles said, I didn't require or ask for better. How many of us can relate to that? I just accepted the sex, the attitude that I should be grateful just to have you in my life and not teaching myself to look inside of the mind of a woman, not for what she knows, but what our actions show every day. Mm. Before I made a commitment for life or sharing experiences and giving myself to a 2080 lackluster relationship, And I stopped meeting and building off of a past broken relationship experience from all my past hurts and using that as a gauge or platform to build new relationships. Now, I almost dropped my phone when I read that one, because if that's not insight, I don't I don't know what is. A lot of us don't ask for better and in turn waste our time waiting on people to get better when we haven't even voiced that better is required. My goodness. Okay, y'all. So y'all know I'm very solution-focused and solution-based. So before we get into those solutions, let me remind you of some things. And also, let me thank you all for being so giving of your personal experiences. It really does help others. Because if I can't relate to everything, I can still see a part of that with some of the people I've worked with, some of the people I've served and mentored, some students. I can see a lot of these things being so applicable. So thank you so much for being open with your experiences. But before we go into these solutions, some of the things I want to remind you of are you are not immortal with the unlimited time and life. We need to always remember that our time is very limited on this earth and in general. We cannot believe that we have forever. We cannot believe that our life is just going to be so unlimited that we can handle everyone else's mess and their problems. The next thing is the time you waste can be spent more positively elsewhere and the same for those wasting our own time. You know, if we really thought about the time or accounted for the time that we're using in the day and how we're using it, a lot of us would be more shocked. But a lot of us are afraid to do that. And I say just start that off by 
typing or writing down what you're doing every hour of the day and also who's involved with those hours and who you're focused on. A lot of us will probably find that there's pockets of time that we could be spending on other things and not on things that are not advancing our lives or advancing our good relationships. We're constantly focused on those that are holding us stagnant. The next thing is you never learn and grow when you serve as a crutch. You are literally stuck in a pit. Now, I was trying to be funny with that one because when you think of a person on crutches, right, where does that crutch lie? In their armpit. So you literally become a crutch that is rested in a pit when you continue to try to solve the problems of others and waste your time doing so. The next thing is people will use you if you allow them to. Let's go ahead and go back to taking ownership of our own behavior. It's not because people choose to waste our time. It's because we allow it. Say it with me. It's not because people choose to waste our time. It's because we allow it. The last thing on that is when you disrespect your own time or allow others to do it, it sends the message that it's just fine and it's okay. And y'all, who you think teaches people that your time is invaluable? I used to drop everything for everybody, answer phone calls, answer text messages, break my neck, trying to make other people happy. But what I realized is I can't necessarily do that. I'm not responsible for that. That's not how life is. It's not realistic. And I can't expect for anybody else to stop their lives because problems arise in mine. I can expect that they be a good friend, a good family member. They contribute in some way. They offer some advice. They offer some mentorship. Um, But I can't expect that type of superwoman nature or superman nature to come from within. We have to start checking ourselves on that. So I hope you guys are really enjoying the show and having a good time and learning some ways that we have been guilty of allowing people to waste our time. But we're going to take just a second and take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. So y'all, we are back. I hope you all took a nice time to think, take it in, think about what we've discussed thus far, because now it's time to go into these good old solutions. And look, let me tell you this before we get started. I hope you all are not taking what I'm saying to be cold hearted. I'm not saying that you should be cold hearted, but are we really going to let people keep playing games with us and leading us on and using us in 2020? I think not. So here's how we can change that. The number one thing that I had to learn and that I teach is have people get on your calendar and book appointments. Y'all each, and I'm going to use this first in, in, in my professional life. So I'm going to start with professional life. I have a mentor, right? I have several mentors, but you best believe even before I talk with them on the phone, I don't just call them. I get on their schedules. Most of them have secretaries. I call them. I try to see if there's a time that might work with them. Or maybe if we do have a a constant relationship, I do text them, find out how I can get on their schedule and find out the best timing. I expect the the same respect for my time. You need to make sure that you're opening up your calendar so that people know the time that they have and the amount of time that they have. You also have to set standards with that calendar. So let's talk about it. Let's think about it in terms of dating, right? So with dating, a lot of times we play these cat and mouse games all the time. And yes, I know men love to chase and we love to talk about that. And we love to talk about how ladies love to be chased and all of that. But in that, there's still a degree and amount of uh, certainty. And when I say certainty, you know when someone respects your time and when they don't. 
okay? So they vie for your time. They provide you with a time in which they want to meet up, what they want to do. They have a, a scheduled event or a scheduled time for you all to get together. You don't just come out of thin air and say, hey, want to hang out, especially when it's a brand new relationship and you haven't established time barriers or any time boundaries. That is important. So you need to make sure that people understand that you have other things to do. And when dating, y'all know I always say this, I'm no dating expert or coach, but I do say this. Back when I was really heavily dating, I didn't just date one person at a time. I dated several people. And I think that that was important because I knew how to delegate my time. I knew how to be upfront about the time that was available and the time that was not. So then I also stopped playing games with people. So if somebody just popped up and they seemed better and I wanted to cancel a date with somebody else, I didn't do that. I held on to the time that I said I was going to, to go with someone else. But you best believe also in that same respect of time, if I didn't want to do it anymore, I didn't. But I also held true to what I had already scheduled and I was responsible for that. And I suggest that you all do the same. And anybody who does not respect your time, especially in dating, you really think you got the chance of marrying that person? They can't even set a date for your first date. How they gonna sit? Okay, we gonna keep going. The next thing is with friends and family. Sometimes with friends and family, we allow them to step out of bounds with our time. We're not very accountable when it comes to time with them. They can call us anytime. They can call us in the middle of the night. They can let us know what they need. They can bother us when we're at work. They can do whatever. And sometimes you have to be clear about your boundaries, even with that and your time with that. Because what ends up happening is you spend your whole work day working on other people instead of working at work. And then when you get in trouble with work, guess what? Those people are not going to pay your bills. They are not going to make sure you're good. <laughs> they're going to make sure they're good. And they're going to probably not even remember how you dropped the bag in order to help them with anything that they had going on. So even with friends and family, you have to set up those same barriers. The next thing is wasting your own time with, you know, setting a calendar and setting appointments. You waste less of your own time when you know how much time you have to use. I like to keep my calendar together. I like to keep a nice to-do list and I like to time myself because it keeps me from wasting time. Y'all, even when I'm on long breaks, I've been on break for about a month from school because of Christmas break. You know, I love to make sure that I account for that time by still working out daily, still preparing meals, still going to see friends, still, you know, having speaking engagements or teaching engagements, also working on my vlog, the blog, this podcast. You have to set up your time and appointments so that you adjust your time accordingly and you don't waste it. You feel like you've done something and you've been valuable. The next thing is have them show you and not just tell you the place you hold in their lives and where you should hold them. Y'all heard me? So the way to, do, to use that to your advantage in dating is say making sure that people carve out time for you, that they're actually contacting you and asking you when you would like to do something and getting with you on your schedule and their schedule. They're also not just creating times that are convenient for them. They're making sure that you feel that you've been accommodated for as well. And that's how people show interest. The next thing is with friends and family on that, you wanna make sure that they show you how they value and love you as well. I'm not saying that they have to give you the same kind of gift that you gave them. I'm not talking about 
about the the medial things, the small things like that. We're talking about really big things. You know, when you had a crying fit or a hissy fit, did they, you know, try to call you back at least or see what was going on or at least give you a little ear for a little while to allow you to vent? Did they offer some words of encouragement? Have they showed you what you mean in their lives? And have you showed them what they mean in yours? Because sometimes we waste our own time because we don't value them in our lives. <laughs> and that's that. And so we have to get a hold of that really quickly. The next thing with that is with wasting your own time. And you all see I'm going through those same really similar things, professional dating, friends and family, wasting your own time. But basically, you also have to make sure you show yourself what value you have. When you value yourself more, then you, uh, you don't allow other people not to value. It's plain, simple as that. That's it. The third thing here is ask them real and important questions even if you're afraid of the answers. Now, I hear people all the time. In fact, if I think about y'all's comments on YouTube and one of the top things being that you allow um, your romantic relationships to put you on the back burner all the time, and we've all been there. None of us are immune to that one. Um, the biggest thing is making sure that you ask, like, where do you fit in this? You know, when it comes to professional relationships, ask your jobs. Are you all ever looking to uh, advance people in their careers or provide newer positions or accommodate promotions? You need to know where you're headed. We can't be at a dead end job unless we just allow ourselves to be there. And if if you don't get the answers that you want, you certainly shouldn't be that afraid of them to find out how it will affect your life. You want to know that so that you're able to um, change the game and figure out what needs to be done next because you know that this is not your permanent stop. When you know how people view you or if you also know um, these questions or answers to important questions, it leads, guides, and directs you. It leads you to less complaining because you're working towards something new. With dating and also the friends and family piece, because sometimes those go hand in hand, you're also asking them questions that show what, you know, what your value is to them. I know in dating, I often ask, you know, when I wasn't as serious, what people were looking for so that I could be upfront about what I was looking for. When I was serious, I wanted to be clear about that too. Uh, a lot of us say, oh, we ran into this and we ran into that. Or I just started asking him if he wanted kids after two years. That's not when you ask that. If you knew you wanted kids, if you knew, you probably should have asked about the intent of that person to have children. That's what I'm saying. Um, the next thing is wasting your own time with that. I think we've kind of said with those relationships and friendships, if you ask the important questions in the beginning, you know more about how to lead God and direct your own behaviors. And that's one of the biggest things. The fourth thing on this list that I suggest is don't do all the work for people. Know what they bring to the table. Okay. A lot of times what we do, especially us leaders and us natural born leaders and us strong black women and strong women, period, love, love <laughs> to solve all the issues of everyone else without asking them their opinion, how they're going to get there, the resources that they have. It's already assumed that we're going to take care of everything because we always step up. Okay. So when you think about your professional relationships, you know, uh, it shouldn't always be you being the problem solver on a team. Okay. Point blank and period. The next thing is with dating, you shouldn't be the one making the plans all the time. 
You just shouldn't be. I mean, you should be thinking about how you all can collectively, or if you're ever asked what kind of plans you would like to have. That's how you feel accommodated. That's how you feel important. Um, The next thing is with friends and family. Some of us fight with friends and family to spend time with them. I stopped that. I stopped trying to spend time with people who didn't want to spend time with me. And I spend time with those that do. And there are some people that invite me to everything. And even if I can't come or can't be there for my family every time, I make sure I send a gift or something that shows them that I care so that they know even in my absence, they too are very important. It's not a waste of time to expect a good relationship with me. Um, Also with wasting your own time there, um, you have to think about what you bring to the table. We should constantly and oftentimes be working on ourselves. I'm not saying all day, all night, but you should be working on yourself to increase your own value. Again, it leads back to that self-worth thing. If you feel worthy, if you feel good, then it leads you to less instances of allowing others to waste your time. The last thing on this list is to watch and listen carefully. Watch and listen carefully. Another We do a lot of talking. We do a lot of solution focus and and solution providing, but we're not watching and listening. And when you watch and listen, then the solution to where people fit in your life will work itself out. And also their ability to come up to the bat or come up to the plate when it comes to you. Um, So one of those things is with dating. Um, Charles Martin said it best uh, in his post on my YouTube community wall is that sometimes you just need to listen and see and, and validate your own thoughts by allowing people to show you who they are. Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, believe them. And this applies for all of these dating, friends and family, wasting your own time. When people and you show people who they are, believe them because people over time cannot hold up a facade. They're going to continue to waste your time if you allow it. And they're going to continue to start getting worse and worse and more gross and gross with the way that they waste your time if you allow it. But it doesn't take long to watch and see the actions of a person and let things add up. We like to act like things don't happen. We like to behave as if we were a victim in the situation when sometimes we're a willing participant. And that's something to consider on our end. And I'm not blaming you for anything. As I told you guys, I can relate to a lot of these things as well. But I do know that there has to be a point where we start to take responsibility for our actions and we desire and demand growth on our end and for those that are going to take a big and major role in our life and furthermore, our time, which we can't get back. Well, y'all, that's it for today. I was having a really great time with this one because I don't think we talk enough about wasting time and the way that those things occur in our lives. And I want y'all to make sure that you stay tuned for more and subscribe to know when I post my next episode. You also want to make sure you head over to my website, drninaellisherfey.com and sign up for my free e-newsletter over there. And furthermore, you can get a hold of my free eight-day supernatural video course when you sign up. I said free 99. Yes. For eight days, you will be sent, will be sent a nice video program that will help you boot yourself up for the new year and get ready for all that the year has to offer by giving you practical solutions to everyday fixes and everyday things that help life to be even better and have more quality. Also make sure that you find me over on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Beautiful Brown Baby Doll and Dr. Nina. 
believe it or not, I do speak back. And a lot of my people who DM me know that I often send voice messages back. So check me out there. Also, on the anchor portion of this podcast, you can leave voice notes if you would like to be included on the show and ask a live question or ask a question that you have. So check that out as well. And guys, I thank you so much for listening, hanging out with me today. And here are some of these topics that we don't always want to deal with head on, but y'all do because you write me and tell me how there are lots of ways that you're using these skills here to help build a better life. So I thank you again for listening. Thanks so much for being with me, guys. Dr. Nina signing out. Peace. Thank you.